Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hi, and welcome to, back to, Was Glee Good? I can never once get this out straight in just like one sentence, never in my life. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about season two, episode four, called Two Beds. I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. I'm Liz. Uh, so, a quick Wikipedia summary. When Puck is sent to a juvenile detention center, New Directions welcomes Sam, Cord Overstreet, as a new member, and Will assigns a duet competition for the week. Kurt wants to partner with Sam because he suspects Sam might be gay. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> but Finn and Bert dissuade him, and Kurt sings alone. Spoiler alert. It's so good. Finn and Rachel secretly throw the competition so that Sam will feel welcome. Okay. The victory dinner with Sam and his partner, Quinn, turns into a first date for the couple. Why do we always have to characterize Quinn as, like, his partner, Quinn? She's been on the show for 24 episodes. She had a baby last season. (laughs) That was, like, the main plot. A whole baby. He just got here. She's not his partner. She's our friend, Quinn, who we've seen before. And Dina Menzel took. Yeah. Okay, but before we get started, we have some exciting news. Oh my god, guys. begging last week worked. (laughs) It worked. And it turns out that we've been featured on uh, Gawker's 10 (laughs) podcasts to download, but then never actually subscribe to, but then like eventually just unsubscribe to. (laughs) Uh, Because it turns out you don't like them that much. The little exclamation point appears, like, you've stopped, like, listening to this, so we stopped downloading episodes. They said that this wasn't ranked, but we were number three. (laughs) (laughs) In our hearts. (laughs) Anyway, so glad for everyone who, um, like, advocated on our behalf. Just, like, you know. Yeah, keep sending those emails. means a lot. You guys are the real stars. Great review. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, this is the perfect episode of Glee, you guys. Is, oh, my God. I actually really had that thought. Yeah. This is maybe, like, so I know, like, we rhapsodize about specific numbers and specific moments. This episode, it's though, is just, like, holy, very There's something for everyone. At no point did I, like, draw myself up and go, holy shit, that was offensive. No. no. I had um, fun consistently. There was only one number that I was like, I don't need this. Yeah. There was a good mix of songs. They all seemed to serve the characters in the yeah. plot. They made sense. Yeah. We're also, we're on our third good episode in a row. Also, holy the plot shit. was just about singing. Yes. Which they all should be. Right. <laughs> Except your idea that you had last season where they just lose the competition. There's no more Glee Cup. And now we're in a weird dystopian Ohio <laughs> where, like, they also just sometimes sing. But this is a close second. Sure. Close. If, it has, if they have to do this <laughs> continuously. So we open literally with Will Shrewsley saying, Puckerman's in juvie. Actually, this is bad news, guys. Uh, so I guess I, the one point where I was like, why are we doing this, was exactly this first line. Also, I'm sorry, are you at Eaton? Why are you referring to him by his last name? Puckerman. Puckerman's in juvie. teacher. Noah. <laughs> no one ever, yeah, it's really I will even accept Mr. Puckerman. I will, no. like, I will accept I Puck, accept which Puck, is his nickname. Which is his name. Puckerman is what you call him if you are, like, in the cave in Dead Poet Society. Right. Or you're his coach. <laughs> um, so we learned that Puck drove his car into a convenience store <laughs> and then stole an ATM, which I know we don't have to think about this the whole episode because it really is Please, just... Please, let's not. Yeah. It's uh, so that they have an even number of characters, or an odd number of characters, I think, uh, is the point of this. Whatever. Um, Puck's not here. Is Puck's not here? Um, well, no, it's here so that... We Sam should be worried... Yes. We should be worried about... Puck in another universe. I love this universe in which we're just like, he stole an ATM. <laughs> what are the logistics? What is the legality? No one knows. Was no he going to be back? Is he okay? How does this affect his life? How what did he lift the him? ATM? Did it screw up the suspension on his car? Was Who's he drunk? to know? Is he drinking? Was anyone else there? <laughs> is he drunk now? Who caught him? How long will he be in juvie? How will he affect the rest of his okay. life? Okay. They do ask that. And does anyone uh, answer? I think Mr. Shu says, we don't know. Okay, cool. It's a 
is it Finn and is he like, how dare you do this to the team? Okay, so I would just like to say, Finn is wearing a like olive green vest and Henley combo, which is... I'm pretty sure exactly what, like, Logan Eccles wears at some point. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, extremely yeah. working for me. Every boy that I, like, worked myself up into having a crush on in high school, like, wore this exact outfit. You have to look sad and wear, like, a Henley. And, and the sleeves have to be, like, a little long, it. as we discussed before. And that, <laughs> for some reason, the vulnerability of sweater paws is the most attractive thing a man can do when you are 16. I'm never going to find real love. Because yes. I've been destroyed by sweater team paws. <laughs> sweater paws. That's the we wiggly. Um, so anyways, yeah, Finn is like, he's fucked up regionals, because, like, now Finn cares about this now, I guess. Um, and so he brings in Sam. It's pretty much, right? Yeah, Sam's that's, here now. That's the whole that's thing. That's it. He's got a vein. I don't, yeah. I, there Literally, some, they just usher Sam into the yeah, choir room, and they're, they're like, Sam's here now. Yeah, exactly. There's well, more, he, like, so he did I his, miss? He broke both his he arms didn't. or something, so he couldn't do football for a little bit, I think is... No, they just, like, almost tore one off so Finn got to be quarterback yeah. because of Wait, grilled cheeses. Don't I don't they don't say this. We know this, they but they never address they, they don't know the it. Reason this they don't makes know sense. We know it. No one else knows it. Sure, We're the only three people who know this in the world. We have our own whiteboard we've started keeping. <laughs> no, I just have the mental ability to remember something that happened. Which is weird, because this episode is actually good about continuity in some other places, but we'll get there. So Kurt leaned over to Mercedes and is like... He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so first of all, Will writes duets on the whiteboard. I love... I'm, I'm, a, I'm having so much fun this episode because of the previous two episodes that I love that Will Schuster just writes words on the board. Yeah, now. this is the show Glee thinks that it is. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, it's so funny and cute that he's just and a little silly, but he's always writing things yeah. on the whiteboard. You're like, yeah, this episode... Yeah, just say the word duets. It's fine. I don't need to write it on the board. And yes, now Kurt is speculating that... Um, uh, Sam is gay. He says Sam is gay because he has dyed hair. Yeah. Um, he says no straight boy has Linda Evangelista hair circa whatever year. And, and Mercedes, Mercedes says, says you're crazy circa 2010. <laughs> which is a perfect interaction. It's amazing. I love it. It makes right. me love them both so much. Another episode of like Kurt and Mercedes being real people that yes. we did not get for a while this now, season. Now granted, we're never going to get Mercedes having like an internal life. No. <laughs> like, or like we get a little of it when, spoiler alert, she starts dating Sam. But yeah, but that's so far away right so now far. that we just get, like, Mercedes, a fun friend. You're like, okay. Yeah. Mm, you okay. get another little note with, like, look at there, her and Santana. Yeah. Um, um, and then Kurt comes up to Sam. Well, so, basically, Will announces they're all going to be doing duets, and he's actually going to make it into a competition, and yep. whoever wins gets um, dinner for two at Breadsticks. And they all lose their minds. Well, first of all, Will pauses before he says Breadsticks as if there is another restaurant yeah, in this restaurant. Um, but the the forceful reaction with which every student is excited about Breadsticks was, again, also endearing because of how much fun I'm having. Yeah, it's they endearing. They love Breadsticks. Deeply. <laughs> um, Rachel just starts going, I have to win. I have to win. <laughs> Santana is, like, the most endearing. Yeah, even the most normally chill people are just like, yeah. it's, this is, I have, this I is my life. Santana Brittany is like, you've never been to breadsticks. We have to go to breadsticks. It's very sweet. It's yeah. perfect. Um, and then, so yeah, Kurt does go up to Sam in the hallway afterwards and gives him a hard time again about his hair color where he's like, that's not natural. Which he says, I have three skills. He, well, to me, he's right. No, it's one, not no one's hair looks like that. Um, Kurt is wearing a studded plaid shirt <laughs> <laughs> with like wrist studs. He super is. And it's buttoned all the way up to the very top button. It's perfect. It's wonderful. With his like usual briefcase. And he wants him to do a duet, and he basically is like, we'll win, think about it, or whatever. Kurt's like, oh, or Sam's like, okay, because as yeah, far as Sam, you know, Sam just goes along with whatever anyone says, because he's a nice boy. And Kurt makes a reference to, oh, so Sam says two boys can't do a duet, and Kurt says, 
tell that to Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor. Yeah. And Sam's like, what? And he's like, make him laugh. And he's like, what? And he's like, singing in the rain, 1952. Really and he's like, gee, maybe you are straight. Like, yeah. <laughs> guess he's not getting out done here. Um, that's, it's just truly... Oh, I can't get over this. Also, if I were going to go with a duet from um, Singing in the Rain, it would be Moses Supposes, because Make Him Laugh is really just Donald O'Connor, but that's okay, neither well, here nor there. Okay, well, this fight with Kurt Hummel, a fictional character. I'm just um, going to say it now, because I'm going to forget if I don't, which is that my answer for what song people should have done this episode <laughs> is that uh, sister's song from White Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Just I can't, Rachel and Quinn, their yes. sister song. I can't finish um, what recording this podcast episode because I have to go home and think about <laughs> first of all Quinn and Rachel doing the sisters part, and then Kurt and Sam doing the Bing Crosby yeah. and, oh. and Danny Gay male version of it. Uh, with all the feathers, like the whole blue. Oh, absolutely. The whole outfit. The whole yes, get up. of course. And the choreography. Oh my god. Okay. The um, quote unquote choreography. Next, do we get the best scene in any episode of all time? Is that X? Yes. yes. Is that X? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we cut. And I, it's it's exciting. It's less exciting to me, an adult person, and I was a little dismayed to find this, but I lost my mind when this <laughs> happened the first time, which we then cut to just Brittany and Santana fully laying down on Brittany's bed making out. Yes. I was actually a little surprised about it, too. Like, I, I knew it was coming, but I just, like, was like, oh, wow, we're... And I... Okay, so I feel like... And please don't let me be the only person to talk about this on this podcast, obviously. But, like, these days, even now on TV, when we talk about, like, gay romance, it becomes this whole, like, melodramatic thing. Yes. And this is just, like, a fun show where also these two girls are making out. It's, like, a fun, weird side effect of the fact that this plot was never intentional. Yes. (laughs) They're like, oh, they're making out now. Because they've been making out for a long time. Yeah. It was probably We said it, so I guess we got to go with it. Like, we never do. And the people (laughs) latched on. Right. And he's like, okay, sure, more gay people, fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. One it's thing great. Ryan Murphy's good at, right? Like, but it's not stereotypical because it was not planned that way. Yeah, it's that literally like it's we had, yeah. Yeah, before we see these two girls kissing out, we don't see them each individually coming to the realization that they're different and that makes them different. And like maybe no. they want to kiss a girl. They're just making out on Brittany's <laughs> bed, and they're like the struggle that Santana goes through is so different <laughs> in a way that's really interesting. Satisfying. Yes, interesting. it's yeah. right. It is satisfying yeah. because it's never about like. What? Why do I feel so different yes. around boys? Because <laughs> you want to like, make out with your fucking friend, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, it's not complicated. You have like a lot of sex, and it turns out maybe you don't want to be having that sex. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, this is so satisfying. They're making out. Brittany says something about like, um, I love your sweet lady kisses, which is disgusting and too gay for me. <laughs> um, but Santana's like, yeah, it's a nice break from all that scissoring, which is apparently the first time scissoring was done on like. Networked. Okay, first, yeah. of, first of all, that's crazy. <laughs> first of all, no one scissors that much. <laughs> that was my not second point. I was going to. Yeah, as a, I'm sorry. As a 16 year old girl who does not actually identify as gay now, is scissoring like the top Definitely activity? Not. <laughs> not to make bold claims about my uh, anyone other than myself. Sure, yeah. A 16 year old who did no scissoring, but <laughs> definitely not. I mean, as a person who has had sex, it seems like pretty like a challenge. Like, as a, it's as like a second age, level. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Like, <laughs> Convoluted. It's complicated. Anyways. Um, it's neither just, here nor there. <laughs> it is like, again, we're like, oh man, this show is bad, and they use that word cripple too much, and like, yeah. and the characters do things that are just, you can't forgive them, but also it was like the first show to be like, girls make out, and sometimes they scissor, and you're like, cool. <laughs> and like, it's fun for them, it's not a whole fraught thing. Right, I mean, like they fun. do a whole fraught thing later, but like, yeah. whatever. Right, but it's like, it's interesting, it's not a right. coming it's out just, Yeah, it's exactly. like, yes. Because it later we will get of, like, yeah. <laughs> later we will get Kurt and Blaine and their like decision to lose their virginities to each other, and that yeah. will also be meaningful. And it like shows the full range yeah. of like right. human sexuality. Right. Yeah. Some, people, cool. some people just I have was sex. Excited and it's to fine see this again. People, yeah. Actually, even in this episode, we sort of address the range from like I 
just have sex with whoever because I just kind of enjoy it and also whatever, I don't know. Yeah. And like, and they're like, no, it really meant something oh, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we'll and the, the conflict yes. between those two things. Like, it's, it's actually, I, I keep saying this, fairly well handled. It was great. I was grateful that the show existed to do this. Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck. Um, anyway, so then uh, Brittany is like, hey, we should do our duet together. Yeah. We should do Melissa Atheridge's Come to My Window. <laughs> which is... Vagina Rock to our last yeah. episode. <laughs> Vagina Rock. And also a perfect suggestion. And good. They should have Of course, a 16-year-old bisexual girl is like, we should do Melissa Atheridge. <laughs> um, which is when then Santana immediately realizes what she's doing and gets very freaked out. And is like, right. I'm not making out with you because I'm in love with you. I'm making out with you because Puck is in, like, juvie. Right. It's yeah. been 12 hours and I'm a lizard and warm to lay on top of yeah. her. Yeah. Okay. Which is it's the funny. second like animal reference yeah. she makes in order in like reference to your sexuality, which but I don't not feel weird about. But. Not one I've ever heard before. I've heard the shark thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. The like I'm a lizard. <laughs> I need something warm to lay on top of. Is oh, it's a good joke. It's a great joke. I'm yes. just I'm just flagging it. Yeah. If we get a third one, I'm calling problematic. That's right. She, <laughs> she also says, says she's like, gonna do her say, uh, do out with someone else because she wants to win. Like, she also says right. she, she doesn't want to make lady babies. <laughs> it's it's perfect. It's just perfect. Uh, um, I will flag that for a duets episode, she really should have gone with Indigo Girls for the like stereotypical. Brittany doesn't know music. what a duet is, to be clear. <laughs> Closer to fine. Sorry. Oh my god. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we missed this joke earlier, sure which is when Will Schuster writes duet on the thing. He's like, "What's a duet?" Brittany says, uh, "A sheet." Right? No, she says like a, a blanket. Yeah, a or, blanket. Or, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want a duet. She means duvet. In case we're not making that clear. Which is it layered, right? Because she's seen the word duvet, assumes you say the T. Yeah, her um, intelligence, uh, both street smart and book smart, really goes up and down all throughout this episode. Really it's really inconsistent. Um, but now we see Santana approaching Mercedes and being like, we should do a duet together. Yes. And Which is Mercedes true. is like, you hate me. And Santana's like, I want to win. And it's our the voices end of Chicago when Velma, uh, Kelly, and Roxy Hart are like, <laughs> right, um, because I hate you. And it's like, well, this is the one business where that doesn't matter at all. Like, this is what this is, and it's fun. They hate and, each other, but they sound great together. And we do know that they sound great together from when they did the Boy Is Mine earlier. Yeah, and it was oh, fucking that's right. great. That's right. Um, which makes sense. It's good. It'll lead to a good performance later. Yeah. Thank God that we'll happens. We'll get to that, yeah. And then we get Kurt and Finn. Um, first of all, Kurt is wearing a World War II sailor's outfit and a, and a <laughs> like visor. A plastic visor. It's a visor. <laughs> um, so Finn is kind of giving him a hard time about seeking out Sam, and he's making, unusually, some good points. Like, he's basically making the points that he was making in the offensive episode. Um, but where, measured. But measured, and again, like, where he's basically like, if, like, he basically says, if I acted that way to a woman, like, she would get a restraining order, like. Yeah. So he's asking Kurt to... To basically not say a duet with Sam. He's like, right. Sam will do it with you because he's a nice kid. Right. He's yeah. new. But I want you to know, one, what you're doing to Sam, which is that you're setting him up for the same failure you're having at this school, which right. is people make fun of you all the time. You're going to do that to Sam. Yeah. Um, and also, you're being really obvious about what you want here. Right. And, and if you're, Sam has made no indication that like he's interested. Exactly. And if you and if you chase someone who has made it clear they're not interested in you, like that is... Like that's, that's not, not cool. Yeah, that's not yeah. the right thing to do. Kurt brings up the time that um, Finn said the word fag around him, and Kurt Finn's yeah. like, great, I shouldn't have said that. They, but, like, they, they I keep really... in this episode referring to that thing you said in the basement. They don't, yeah, they don't say it again. God bless them. Right. Um, I'm certainly not going to. But I thought Finn did a good job of being like, yeah, you're right, that was really shitty of me. I still mean this. But I yeah. kind of had a point. Like, yeah, you, you were also being really aggressive. Really pushy. It's yeah. satisfying we get followed through on this again. Like, even yeah. in that episode, the show was pretty clearly new, right? That it was complicated, that what Kurt was doing was kind of fucked up. Yes. And I think they handle that again well here, too. Where they're like, neither them is the villain no one's wrong no one's right it's just like Finn says something too about like you know you're so like desperate for love that 
you know, you're like forcing it out of people. And I got well. (laughs) Where this where this plotline ends up is like. I got really emotional about, and it'll just take a minute, but like, um, the depictions of because again, the show doesn't do this in like a whatever after school special way, but the depictions of like not seeing yourself reflected in your school or in your media. So like we have these three gay kids, right? We have like Santana, we have Kurt, and we don't know yet, but we have Karofsky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that all of them, like because they don't have any any image of what to do with all their feelings and their sexuality, they yeah. like approach it in bananas ways. Yes. Where, like Santana's having just a like, fuckload of sex even though she's not really enjoying it. And she's she's like, it's fine because like I have sex with Britney but it's just because I like sex. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And you've got Kurt who's like, I'm going to make someone love me yeah. just by being really intense about it. Yeah. And you've got Karofsky who's like, I'm just going to hate it because I don't like it. Yeah. And it's just really cool. Holy shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. And I thought this was like, you know, to like actually call attention to that, be like, the reason you're doing all this to Sam is because like you're so desperate to find someone else who's like you and I get it, dude. Yeah. That you can't do this to people. Yeah. It's not cool. Uh, Kurt is not swayed by this conversation about it. <laughs> I love Kurt. But he looks a little troubled. He looks like, he, he's like, thinking he looks about like, it. Yeah. He feels a little guilty at this point. Because let's tell. be real, the longing for love is not something that's like easily like no. swayed no. by rational. No, but he also parties. knows it's sad. He, he, knows right? it's, he knows he's being he knows, pathetic. Yeah. No gay man on earth who has a crush on a straight boy in high school doesn't know he's being pathetic. No, you don't. <laughs> <know. laughs> oh, uh, I don't remember what scene comes next. Uh, no, Finn and Rachel do, Rachel. of course. Don't go breaking my it's heart. It's perfect. Sorry. Oh, it's I, it's so okay, fun. Finn does the drumming and then hands off the drum sex. I just have down, this must be when they had started dating in real life. Yeah, because they're so happy to and be around. Finn, <laughs> no, Finn keeps looking at her in that in that way that you like want someone you love to look at you, where you're just like, holy shit. Like, like that sort of like wondering, like, everything you do is a beautiful miracle, like, look. I couldn't figure out why I was having so much fun watching this when I've been like so bored of Rachel and Finn. And then yeah. I was like, oh, it's these two characters, these two actors. I, I think they must have just started blast. making out in real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just shatters my heart in the good uh, way. It's, it's nice. so fun. They're getting it for like, rehearsal, to be clear. They're yes. rehearsing alone. Yeah. Yeah. They're so good that Rachel's suddenly like... Oh, God. Um, okay, so they stop, and Rachel doesn't immediately shift into her plan. She's immediately like, I'm a selfish person. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, they do a perfect performance of the song, and then Rachel sits down and goes, I'm selfish. And Finn's kind of like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but I love you anyways. Which, I, which is love, a nice Rachel sentiment. is, in fact, a person that we talked about recently who needs to, like, adjust her life a little bit. Yeah. But also selfish people don't deserve love, too. I don't love that then she's like, Finn, you're perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. And Finn's yes. like, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're both bad, guys. Um, but yeah, then, again, the other good part of this episode... There's a lot of numbers. They're all pretty good. It's most the plot is not about adults. It's just about music and then gay shit, <laughs> and about scheming. <laughs> it's about this, right. Most of the right. episodes about yes. scheming. The best. There are several. Yes. So Rachel um, introduces her scheme that they have to let Sam win so that he wants to stay in the Glee Club, and which like is a builds great confidence. scheme, yes. by the way. That's not a scheme. That's just being kind yeah. to your like. Well, teammates. she also says so we can win nationals. Yeah, and Finn says it's really nice, but also there is something in it for and she's you. Like, Okay, she's listen like, to what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> I want to lose a singing competition it's on so purpose. Fun. It's, it's like, oh, you're right. Haha, that's hard for you. And you're like, oh, this is great. They're yeah. like buddies. I don't hate scheming. it. I like it. And, and then I, we also cut to Tina and Mike, who yes. are like arguing. Uh, this is where we do get some racist stuff. 
Yeah, they're in the he, library arguing because he wants uh, she wants to sing a duet with Mike, and he's like, I don't really sing. And she's like, no, 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 we have to sing this duet together so we can win that date to breadsticks so we can go on, and she says, a normal date. Right. Right. Now, where this could have gone that wasn't racist, which is apparently they've been going all of, on all of their dates with Mike's mom. <laughs> yeah, that, and then without the, she says, like, well, we do is get dim sum with your mom. Without dim sum, that's no. an interesting conversation. Like even, even the dim sum part, I was fine with. Right. I yeah. was going with you. Not the 400 chicken feet jokes that yes. follow. Mm-hmm. Some some jokes about how weird it is that their cultural food is different from quote-unquote normal yeah. You know, regular old Italian food. Right. Chicken feet are fine. You know, non-ethnic Italian food. They do look gross, but they're fine. <laughs> they're not my personal preference, but I don't think we need to make a bunch of jokes about them. I also don't think you'd ever put them in a salad. No, it's not really a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah that's the one. one the, Regardless, you know, Mike doesn't want to do a duet because he can't sing. Right. I think she does make reference, or unless we get another scene with them, which I think we don't, right? But like, I picked out the perfect song or whatever. Yeah. 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 Which is true. It's true. Um. Oh. um I don't know what happens next. Then we get Brittany and Artie. So Brittany's yes. been really, she feels rejected by Santana. Um, so she. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, we just made a big production about passing around a bottle of wine and then it was empty. It's very sad. <laughs> Which I do feel like someone should have told me before I slowly <laughs> took <laughs> Dramatically even proud of yourself. Uh, um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, so Brittany's feeling rejected. So she, to get back at Santana, goes up to Artie and is like, I want to do my duet with you. And also I want to push you around in your wheelchair. I think it's hot. <laughs> she said she wants to date him, right? Like, is yeah. that the takeaway? Yeah. He's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm into this. Let's do this. <laughs> Um, which only in high school does someone be like, I've always thought you were sexy and I want to date you and now we're dating. And you're like, cool. Seems <laughs> legit. This is how this works. I don't have any nerves or anxiety about this at all. I feel great about it. Let's do it. Um, how do we feel about this without the context of what happens later? Just like, I, I can't muster like truly being like outraged about it or whatever. It, no, it's fine. I just like, where just... I, is there anything here that we're like, concerned? No, she no, makes some joke okay, about actually. how like, He's like, you didn't speak to me for months. And she's like, I thought you were a robot. That I didn't feel great about. But sure. No, but it's some like Britney. Yeah, it wasn't. Artie's not the butt of the joke. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my gut on this and say there's nothing here that's super offensive. No. If anyone feels okay. differently, feel free to call in and tell us so. Um, Again, don't know what happens next. No concept of the order of scenes in this episode because it's so like. So oh. now we get Finn and Sam. Wait, for, it's also intercut with Britney and Santana. Is that true? I forget what they're talking about, but they're definitely in there. Oh, okay. Oh, they basically are just like, you're trying to make me jealous or whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, they do a whole uh, thing. Yeah. More importantly, we have Finn trying to explain popularity to Sam. Oh, my God. Okay. He's like, so he's like, hey, dude, you don't understand. They're like, doing this thing with Kurt's going to make you uncool. And Sam's like, hold on. When you asked me to join the Glee Club, you told me it was because we were going to go to nationals and be super cool. Sam also very sweetly is like, I told him I would. I'm not going to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I just, every time they explain popularity as, like, a metric on this show, it's very funny to me. Right, they don't, yeah, the show. Because it was, like, a currency, a like explicit currency. <laughs> right. And then Sam immediately gets slushied. Super good. Yeah, yeah, he walks out and he gets slushied. Um, which is, so Quinn sees him get slushied. Yeah. And drags him into the bathroom where she, like, gently paper towels yeah. him off. Yes. Makes a couple jokes, makes him feel better. He makes some, like, avatar jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is where we find her. Right. So he's, she's, like, the blue flavor is the worst. Yeah. Uh, 
I, it went it ran down my pants and I looked like a creature from Avatar down there. And he's like, funny. oh, I thought Avatar six times. And she's like, oh. She's like, okay, well, I was making a brief reference, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want for Diana Agron to do this season yet, but like, that was a good. Well, also in this scene, he's like, why are you in Glee Club? Yes. And to the, to the thing we were just talking about, she's like, I like singing. And what's the point of being popular if you can't do what you want? Yeah. Which is sort of the counterpoint to Finn's whole thing of, like, I must do whatever it takes to maintain my weird stat- status on this, like, arbitrary hi- hierarchy. Right. Quinn her, is more realistic. Yeah. Quinn's situation and her response to it is more realistic in the real world where, like, people, like, popularity isn't just one thing. Yeah. They're and like, if you're a popular person, you're a popular person. What you do becomes popular. That's yeah. how it works. Or at least it's cool for you or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can you were an exercise class. You were an arbitrary, yeah. <laughs> um, but they have, like, kind of a nice moment. Sam tells her her eyes are pretty in Navi, which oh, is yeah. the Avatar language. Which is, oh, so good. Oh, my God. This is, yeah. I find it endearing, though. So, we know, like, Sam as a nerd gets kind of, like, half-assed throughout the season. Yeah. Sure. But the idea that this teenage boy loves Avatar so much that he can learn that the language is actually a great joke. It's fun. It's also a weird time capsule. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Absolutely. It's Avatar six times. Christ, dude. <laughs> did you? Oh, no, he did. Okay. No, I didn't see Avatar at all, nor will I. Me either. Never in really? a million years. Oh, I saw it in theaters. Absolutely not. dad in 3D. I um, would do anything to make James Cameron unhappy. <laughs> it's really funny. Sorry. <laughs> um, so now we get Bert and Kurt. Right, so this is the one moment where we do get a good bit of continuity in the episode, where, like, yeah. Bert is sitting on the couch, clearly, like, resting up from having a heart attack. Right, he's not just, like, back at work. Like, he is at yes. home, and he looks a little restless. Like, yeah. Kurt brings him dinner, and he's like, can I at least sit at the table? Yeah. And Kurt's like, nope, sit down. I made you salt-free soup. <laughs> yeah, I made him, like, vegan carrot. Yeah, Kurt is clearly, like, loving um, having a chance to, like, be lead the... Yes, be in charge and also lead the, like, cultured life he's always wanted to leave by making, like, saffron soup. Yeah. He's like, do you know how hard it is to get saffron in this town? Bert has never been more miserable. <laughs> um, I did have a weird note of, like, where's Carol? But I guess, like, there's no Again, yeah. yeah. It's just the okay. show doesn't need to. Sure. She used to do a bunch of laundry <laughs> for her team this week, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they have a whole conversation about, this is where they have it, right? About, yeah. like, Kirk um, goes, like, there's this new boy. He was, yeah. starts talking about his life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they're a dad and son who enjoy each other's company. Which yeah. Right. Sounds fake. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, he's like, hey, there's this new kid, Sam, and I'm going to sing a duet with him. And Bert very carefully is like, well, actually, first of all, he can't just ask, is Sam gay? He just says, is Sam, uh, does he play for your team? <laughs> Which is the least offensive I've ever heard anyone say that before. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, and Kurt's like, yet to be determined. And Bert's like, basically, like, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. For both him and you. Right. Yeah. And then Kurt They start is, talking about Finn, right? Yeah, yeah. Kurt is like, Finn doesn't want me to something, something, something. And then again, Bert the thing you said, like, it, the thing he said in the basement. Yeah, Bert is like, actually, I was talking to Carol about it, and you didn't tell me everything. Right. Well, I'm still on your side, and I agree he shouldn't have said that. Like, it yeah. seems like maybe you were being aggressive. Yeah, and they yeah. have a dust up. Kurt like stands up. Kurt stands up, grabs a bottle of water out of the fridge, and starts drinking it, which is how I react. Yeah, I'm not in the fight as well. And then he gives like a very emotional speech about like you don't know how hard it is. He says, "Why can't I walk down the hall hand in hand with a yeah. person that I like or slow dance at my prom?" And Bert's like, "I want those things for you, yeah. but I'm so sorry. Until you find somebody, he says, um, until you find somebody as open and brave as you are, you're just gonna ha- get, have to get used to going in alone." Which is. Ugh, it's so devastating. It's perfect, But it's too. true. It's the reality of, like, if you're yeah. the only gay kid in Ohio, either your school at least, you're going to have to just be the only gay kid yeah. at your school. Yeah. Just because you were brave enough to do it doesn't mean everyone else is. Yeah. And the scene just ends there, which is perfect. Like, it's Kurt, perfect. it's, again, Kurt, like, he won't say it out loud, but he clearly is like, you're right. You're right. Right. Ugh. 
Yeah. I remember this whole scene, in this whole episode, but this scene especially being, like, a big, in high school, like, very important to me. Or I guess it was in college it, when this came out. But it was, like, I, again, like we meaningful live in, to see. We live in Brooklyn in 2017, so it's, uh, it's easy sometimes to forget that it does yeah. actually matter to see these things on screen. And not just, like, see a gay character, but, like, see a gay character struggle with the things you struggled with. Yeah. And it's cool. Um, now we get Santana and Mercedes. Oh, my God. Oh. They do River Deep Mountain High. I get goosebumps. It's, I'm going to watch it again when I go. It's perfect. They're doing, like, Tina Turner-style choreography. Yes, it's so which good. Which makes it even better. Oh. Um, I still wish Mercedes got, like, a plot, but this is fun. Yeah. It's, it's truly criminal that, spoiler alert, they do not win this. Yeah, like, how could you watch this, this and not be, like, immediately, the competition is over, they won. Right, well, done. Who cares? Who else performs? Rachel and Finn do do that, right? They, like, <laughs> they like get faces each other, like, oh, oh no. crap. Us throwing it isn't enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are other talented members of yeah. this glee club. I love their scheme. It's, <sighs> more schemes. Um, this is like one of the, literally one of the best Glee numbers. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to go home and watch it immediately. Um, I think this is when Rachel's like, not only can we, do we have to throw this thing, but we have to do like, and goes, an offensive song. Yeah. Well, no, Sam. No, wait. Yeah. Okay, so first we get Kurt approaching Sam in the shower, which like is a thing people at the school yeah, do, yeah, right? I guess. It was weird. Um, um, the showers look different than we've seen them before. They're lower they're to make like this only weirder. like a chest <laughs> height. Yeah. yeah. A, a height that no shower has ever been wait, made, public or otherwise. allows a direct eye line yeah, down. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, that's so why they designed this site this set for this scene, but it's not how showers work. Um, um, yes, you're right. Kurt, fully clothed, approaches... Yes. Sam in the showers. And Sam correctly, but not super weirdly, is like, this is a little weird. And Kurt's like, well, it's <laughs> He's not a getaway. Hair. He's like, hey, not well, usually how dudes do this, but all right, what's up, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's basically like, I release you, like, you've been very nice, but, like, you don't have to do this. And Sam's like, did I do something to offend you? I would just like to say this storyline is doing its job of making me like Sam. Like, yes. I, all, each of these interactions, I'm like, he's respectful, he's self-assured, he's He's a little kind. anxious that he's done something wrong, which yeah. I am in every situation. <laughs> he seems in no way homophobic. No. I love him. I like him more this time around so far than the last time I watched the show. Yeah. Um, I'm but sure he'll do something to annoy me shortly. Right. But anyways, Kurt is basically like, no, it's not you, it's me, or whatever, and fine, dude, do it with someone else. It's uh, nice. I like yeah, it. I think Kurt makes a comment about, like, I'm going to do it with someone. The person I can count on. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Sam's like, who? And we're all like, who? And then, <laughs> But now is when we do get Finn and Rachel. Right, so they're yeah. brainstorming, they're like, how do we throw this? And then <laughs> we're just so like, good. You know how you made me watch Grease, and it was good. And then you made, <laughs> you made me, me watch Grease too. too. And I fell asleep. <laughs> and you said the difference was that the songs were bad. I would like everyone who has not seen Grease too to know that there is a song in it called Reproduction that does take place in exact that class. Um, I would like everyone watching this to know that this is charming as all hell. And I would just watch a TV show that is um, Finn Hudson trying to describe the plot of movies that Rachel Barry has made him watch. <laughs> So he's in the war, and then he goes back, and she's Jewish, yeah. and I think maybe she's mad at him, and then there's a book scene, right. 
You're like, Finn, that's the way we were. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what movie okay, is that? <laughs> so we're in old Jewish times, and it's really long. <laughs> and there's a wedding, <laughs> and then he goes, maybe it's blown up or something. <laughs> that part was cool. <laughs> Finn, it's called Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now they're going to do an offensive song. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, the note I have here, and I could not give context, is just Artie is wearing a bowling pin sweater. Tina wants Artie to do a duet with her. Artie's like, I already have a duet partner. It basically <laughs> also implies also a partner in sex yes. or whatever. And he looks yes. over at Brittany, who like waves. And Tina's like, oh, okay. And Artie is wearing, yes, a bowling pin sweater. <laughs> um, and then oh. we get Kurt. On oh yes. Kurt is doing a duet with the only person he can trust himself. Or the only person as talented as him or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like, whatever he does. He has another little speech about how sometimes when you're different, you, you have, have to, to do go it alone. Yeah. Just repeats what uh, his dad said. told him, yeah. which I it's love. Perfect. Um and he does the jazz hot. Yes. It's bananas. He's in like a half and half. Yes. One side is a suit and he has a little drawn on flippy mustache and mm-hmm. the other side is like white with fringe. Yeah, it's also a suit but it's like a white suit. With yeah, it's fringe. like a yeah, feminine does, And the mustache suit. is only drawn on one half. Yeah. And he has a bunch of like Cheerios in like tuxes and, and top hats yes. as backup dancers. It's so good. It's the, it's the Victor Victoria. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's really wonderful. I don't know who those backup dancers is, but I are, but I love them. <laughs> and also the same thing we talked about when he does Rose's turn. Like I feel like if you are a young man who grows up enjoying musical theater, you don't get that many chances to like d- Do perform the with songs right. that you like are very into. Right, when I was yeah. a young girl like uh singing to the cabaret soundtrack alone in my home, it was not impossible that one day if I like got really into theater, they would let sure, me do yeah. cabaret. Right. If they did that. <laughs> right. Um whereas like Kurt Hummel was never gonna get to do or Chris Rose's Colburn, turn. which yeah, I like, right. find yeah. more more interesting. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so yeah, it's wonderful. And it's also fun. everyone in the Glee Club seems to really enjoy it, and I like that too. Like, they yeah. all seem to genuinely be into it, and also you be know, into like, him like, standing up for himself or whatever. Yeah, nobody makes it weird. They're all just like, this is great. Hey, you know what? Uh, we've had two solid episodes of now. What? Not really Will Schuster. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's a really... It's a. It's weird how we're enjoying them a lot. It's a weird <laughs> correlation where the good episodes have very little Will Schuster in them. Yeah. Um, now I think we get Quinn and Sam practicing... Yeah, so they're yeah. like in like a science room in yeah, here. Yeah, they do some, some sort of so we can confirm out. there are also some science classrooms, if not classes. If in not, school. well, I'm sure the teachers have been laid off for budget cuts. So, <laughs> but the classrooms exist. The classrooms still exist. There are some planets hanging up. I guess the high school students are learning the difference between the planets. Good for them. Finally. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have some weird banter about like Jupiter really? and Mars and it's what planet are we on or whatever. Is really bad, which is realistic. They're teens. Um, but so they start to practice, and then Sam tries to kiss her, and she like flips out. Yeah. Which, fair. fair. Understandable. Again, continuity. She was teen she pregnant was teen less than pregnant. a year ago. And, and she, she, like, yeah, she gives a whole speech like, I'm not trying to do this this year. I'm trying to focus on... And she oh. kind of stutters oh. a lot about, yeah. like, I need to stop doing this. I have to stop being, like, like being like distracted by people or being into people. Like, that I find really moving and, like, relate. Like, she's just like, I, I have to stop, like, like doing this. Like, getting yeah. absorbed in people, basically. And it's really mature right. and she's moving. a teenage girl. Yeah. She needs to focus on herself. Yeah. Uh, teens should be celibate, especially Quinn should be celibate. Um, Quinn deserves more. Yeah, I'm proud of her. Um, then I think is this is Tina and Mike doing singing. Yeah, yeah, Tina they do and Mike sing from a chorus line. It's yeah. lovely. It's perfect. It's so um, fun. Tina does the like singing part, singing part, singing and Mike part. does the like I can't sing part, and it he just dances around her, and it's it's ugh. so fun. And they dance together because she's a pretty good dancer too. Yeah, and it's lovely. That's fun. Everyone seems to enjoy it. No one yeah. thinks they're gonna win the competition, but like. They're happy that Mike's yeah. spoken up more. And, like, yeah, it's nice. every number in this episode is fun. They're so fun. And there are a lot of them. Yeah. Um, we then get 
Finn and Sam yeah, so and Rachel Sam's and Quinn in her cut. Doing boxing, which because I have it down. Do right. all high schools have heavy bags, and can I use one? They, they might, but it will not be in again. This the locker room. It's you a different be in the room. This locker, locker room, room is like an office. It's where they like plan football plays. It's where they have emotional meetings. Yeah. It's, there's a, there's a weight machine. This locker room is like a whole gym complex. <laughs> But regardless, uh, Rachel's trying to convince Quinn and Finn is trying to convince Sam that they, they should, should do a duet yeah. together. I'm just down general scheming. Yeah. It's I, fun. I don't, like, understand why it works, but it does. Right. Um, I am down. At some point, Finn says of Rachel, she's a lot shorter than Quinn and she talks a lot, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I noted that, too, actually. I, for a second, I was like... Huh. And then I was like, and oh, I was like, oh, yeah. You know okay. what? That's the nicest thing you can say about her. Yeah. She's small and weird, but I just I like her so much. <laughs> She's my small weird lady. She's so. my small weird lady. It's so good. Uh, um, and then we get Artie and Brittany. Yeah, right, so, they're so they're kind of practicing. Brittany's not as good of a singer as Tina was, Artie notes kind of rudely, frankly. Yeah, yeah she, we've never known her to be off-key before, but she is here. Yeah. For the purposes of this plot. Right, yeah. She can't do a run. Right. Okay. Which... Is that what First of all, neither can Tina. Yeah, but can Tina. Um, and then, um, yeah, Brittany lifts Artie out of his wheelchair, yeah. carries him over to the bed, and then... It's actually kind of romantic. It's actually kind of romantic. He is, this is him losing her for his virginity. Yeah. Brittany and her very tender lover. Like <laughs> He does say, am I about to lose my virginity? And they just kind of make out. And I do uh, I do want to pause the scene and, ha- and say to him, like... I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to? Like, right? I was like, are you contenting? That's if up you're to not, you, you can yeah. say something. Yeah. Um, she says, if we're going to duet, we're going to do it. <laughs> Which is a little too clever for someone who did not a minute ago know what, what duet a duet was. It was great. Um, but it seems like genuinely kind of sweet and loving. And it's yeah, nice. it seems fine. Um, we'll come back to it later. But... Come back to it. Um, so now. <laughs> yeah. Finn and Rachel. Oh, yeah. Their, their number. So they're dressed up. Finn's got like the priest collar. Yeah. All black. <laughs> And Rachel's dressed like a nun, but in a miniskirt? Yeah, it's yeah. A, I was like, was it a nun outfit? I guess it was. I don't know. Um, and they, what did they sing? It's called With You, I'm Born Again by Billy Preston and Sarita White. Is it? I know, when I I've saw that, I was like, oh, before. Billy Preston, normally you're better than this. Yeah, they, I mean, again, they set out to do an intentionally horrible number, and it is the one in the episode where you're like, I could fast forward through this and be fine. And they yeah. did. But they really put their hearts into it. Oh, and, yeah. and, 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 like, they're clearly trying to earnestly make it bad, which is nice. Yeah, Rachel, again, is in the little, like, schoolgirl cape, and she's, like, doing the prayer hands on it. Right. They don't, like, sing bad. No. They're singing delightfully. Yeah. They're talented performers. And everyone in the in the choir looks a little horrified, and Will, you know, <laughs> I'm at the point, but he takes this moment to become, like, offended by their costume choice or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, again, where does he choose to draw the line? Where the plot necessitates it. Yeah, last <laughs> week he was all into, like, doing spirituality, regardless of what that word meant to literally anyone. But this week he's like, hmm, offensive, guys, I hate it. Right. But he does say that, and they are like, oh, I'm shocked, I'm shocked, but in a very, like, facetious way. Yeah. And Will's like, who's next? And it's Sam and Quinn. Sam and Quinn. Uh, this is the most boring number, but it's just because it's a boring it's song. It's charming. Like, it's a song it's that I listen to a lot. They do Lucky, to be yeah. clear, by Which actually, someone, I'm it's sure. It's Colby Collett and Jason Mraz. It's yes. actually a song that two people at my high school did do for like a talent show. I think I did it for a talent yeah. show. It was like That's really, right. I yeah. listened to it a lot in high school because it was fun. It's kind of sweet. And, Quinn, do, and Quinn does the like fingering for the chords while yeah. Sam does yeah. the strumming. That's nice. Really, yeah. And they have a lot of like really intense eye contact where like... 
chemistry between Atron and the show is kind of hit or miss. With these two, I'm kind of like, oh, you're going to have a sweet it. little boring love. I don't know what I'm supposed to understand happened between Quinn being like, absolutely not, I can't do this, and right. now they're like doing intense eye contact. Maybe well, I might Sam think this Sam little, like, did strongly apologize. He was like, that was not cool of me. I'm sorry. Like, totally. uh, we were just rehearsing. I shouldn't have made a move. Like, I guess I'm just mad. I'm skipping ahead a few minutes, but like, Quinn does the right thing. The right thing is a judgmental term here, but like, Quinn acknowledges that maybe she's not ready right now to be in a relationship, and yet, like, 10 minutes later, will be like, no, we're dating. Yeah, right. And nothing in Rachel's speech. Let Quinn have a plot. Yeah. Although, I mean, also consistent for a woman and a teen girl. True. She's 16. Yeah. And and one who has always, like, based her, like, self-worth on her attractiveness and her romantic relationships. Yeah. So they um, do their duet. It's great. And they're like, okay, guys, that's all the duets. Good job. Um, And then it's time to vote. Not first. We go to the hallway. Yeah. Where um, right. Brittany goes up to Artie and she's like, I'm so excited. I think we're going to win. Um, I've been practicing. They're the ones who haven't gone yet. Yeah. I've been practicing nudging the meatball across the table with my nose. <laughs> like Lady the Tramp. Yeah. Lady the Tramp at breadsticks. And Artie is like, no, I don't want to do a duet with you. I heard you're only using me for sex. Right. And she's like, how? Why, why do you think that? Right. What? Yeah. And then we flash back to Santana <laughs> just like running up to him in the hallway and saying exactly what he just said. <laughs> she's only using you for sex, you know. Bye. Well, um, no. And then yeah. she like she like pulls some like literally random boy away. Right. Artie's by. like, what are you talking about? And she's like, hey, random kid. Do you know Brittany? And he goes, yeah, I had sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> and then Artie kind of has this like really nice like subtly done... Spe- speech where he's like that was like a big deal for me it was the first time actually when I got in the accident like they weren't sure if I was ever going to be able to do that and Brittany like again in a fluctuation of her like emotional and yeah. intellectual capacity is like I didn't mean I didn't know I'm sorry like, like right she just didn't know wait, we haven't Brittany no point is like that didn't mean anything to me like this is theoretically the dude she's dating now yeah. so it could be very much it's just like but I really like you and it meant something to me too right yeah. just because you have a lot of sex doesn't mean all sex you have is meaningless that's yeah. not true you're either a slut or you're a virgin list. that's the only two things you can be I think we are meant to understand though right that she is doing this in some weird sort of like totally vengeance against Santana yes yeah yeah um, and she looks genuinely chagrined, and it's well, yeah. But she also sad. just like didn't know this about Artie, didn't know it was that big of a deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it was like how many. She's not necessarily in the wrong. Which, like it's not like he said this yeah. is incredibly meaningful. Let's talk about it. Here's like, the thing, though, about like I, whatever teens being celibate. A joke I make, but really mean, is that like you really need to have these conversations before you have sex at that age right. because it's all important. And yeah. if you're because not you comfortable saying the before, words and having the conversation, you're not you ready to be do it. Whereas yeah. like, it's like, if you're an adult person, you're having sex with people you haven't talked about sex with, like at least it is implied if you are giving consent that you are like, have thought this through and it's fine. Right. But like, I really, man, teens should talk more about having sex before they have sex and they should wait longer to have sex. And this is one of those illustrations which I'm sure yeah. it wasn't like a sexual assault and it didn't go horribly for anyone, but just like just I'm sure Artie wishes yeah. he had like, talked about it a little more. And it's more complicated than I think you should have to really struggle with at the age of 16. Exactly. Like, Other things are going on at that age. I think when I was that age I thought the reason to not have sex in high school was like what if you get pregnant? Which is a valid reason to not have sex. Totally, also, but I was like, what but if you're just not ready? Yeah, what if like the emotional consequences are more than you can even comprehend? <laughs> like right, when you're deciding right. to avoid it. Like, what if you think it's simple and it's not? Turns out it's a really big deal. <laughs> well, that's not <laughs> solely addressed to teens, quite frankly. <laughs> I look forward to figuring it out. No, um, <laughs> yeah, and so now we, we learn who won. Now yeah, we learn so now who we won. Voting, which is where we learn that this competition was going to be decided by voting, and you can vote for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone votes for themselves. Finn and Rachel didn't need to do any work to they rate it. They did not need to They could have just been the only yeah, two so who didn't vote, vote for themselves. Sam and Quinn, yeah. but everyone else voted for themselves. Right, including so, Artie, who didn't perform. So themselves. Quinn and Sam won by two votes. Yeah. So I guess Artie and Brittany abstained? 
No, they voted for themselves. They voted for themselves. Oh, right, right, Which is right, very right. funny. Um, yeah, so the, they win. They go on their breadsticks date, right? Yes. Uh, well, first, Rachel and Kurt. Um, I thought that was the end. I think that's the end. Well, so they have a quick little scene, then we get Quinn and Sam, then okay, we get back to this. So Rachel and Kurt have a nice little moment by Kurt's locker. Yes, yeah, where Rachel, Rachel comes, comes up. Him. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I think we're more alike than you might know. And Kurt goes, that's rude. He says, a terrible thing to say. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> he hairsprays himself in his yeah. locker. But they just have, like, but she basically is like, I'd like to do a duet with you. And he's like, the competition's over. And yeah. she's like, this one's just for us. Like, she, says, she says to him, I know you're lonely, but you're not alone. Which, it's, a, it's nice that in an episode where we really we saw Kurt dealing with this, and he would have yeah. performed the jazz hop by himself, that instead of, like, having a big conversation about it, Rachel just notices and is like, what do we have in common? And what can we do for each other? Right. Like, and she's like, now, I picked out a song that I think speaks to both of our And you're going to love it. She's right. Now we she's get the right. date. But um, is it consistent with Rachel's character that she would notice how anyone else is well, feeling? Well, here's the thing. No. It's not. But then also you remember that um, scene last season when she comes up to Quinn and she's like, hey, I know we've been kind of enemies in the yeah. past. Oh, yeah. But like, let me know what you need. Like, you're a person and I'm a person. I guess there are versions of the, the, the Rachel Milker that have that, yeah. this, this is obviously not the same Rachel that, like, tricked uh, an international student <laughs> to going to a crack house because she sure. really, like, didn't That feels like a different show. That was what a different show. What if we just show. say that the, the first episode of this season was a different show? It honestly was so terrible. This is a Rachel who like is selfish but still has the capacity to care. And I think it's like if we're if we're reading this right. generously, which is not accurate, um, like she's when she when she's feeling insecure, she lashes out. And when she's feeling secure, she like has the capacity to right. look outside she of herself. She had a great time this episode. They like yeah. did something together. They do like she She feels loved, she, she feels talented. Person. Yeah. Yes. And so now she's able to look outside of herself and see how someone else yeah. is like reacting Which to the Which is world. great growth. Yeah, good for her. It's a little weird, and this is just a general note for the whole show, I think. <laughs> uh, that she never brings up having gay dads as like I have gay dads and you're gay. That's true. Yeah, like, you're right. oh, I see you're going through this. I'm sympathetic, obviously. Do you think it's because they forgot she has gay dads? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because <laughs> I feel like if they no. were being true to her character, yeah, 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 she would, she would like, make a big mentioned. thing out yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, whatever. Then we get the boring then date. Then we get the boring date. Quinn and Sam are, again, having a conversation about the Navi. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny little thing. the one thing. This is where Sam reveals that he went to, what, an all-boy boarding school? Oh, well, okay, so Quinn is like, did, she says something about the Navi, and Quinn is like, did lines like that work on girls at your last school? And Sam's like, I went to an all-male boarding school, and she's like, that does explain it. (laughs) But Um, then he says something sweet to make her change her mind. Well, he says something sweet about how, like, and then he reveals that he knows that she was pregnant. Oh, and he basically is like, I don't judge you. You must have been a really strong person. Yeah, to, to go through what you yeah. went through. Also, does he reveal that he does dye his hair? Yes. That's yes. That, also that. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, and so then Quinn puts the uh, gift certificate in her purse and is like, you're paying. And he's like, why? And she like almost tearfully is like, because a gentleman always pays on the first date. Which, you know what? This is a big deal for her. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I actually believe this more than any other. Like if she had just like gone through a breakup and was like... Like, should she be alone? Maybe, but I'm okay with this, actually. They, they they sell me on it. They both seem like sweet and, like, nice teens. Or yeah. Whatever. Next Fine. episode, when they're, like, shrewish heartbeats to each other, I'm starting to be like, it was just... <laughs> yeah, sure. Happening. They'll but be different characters, and I'll yeah. make my judgments about them yeah. separately. It should have just been, like... They should have swapped roles every episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's the cast of It's like, it's like yeah. conceptual art. Yeah. <laughs> now Tina's the star. Now Mercedes. <laughs> um, now we get... Now. Now we get... Maybe, like... One of my favorite Glee performances ever. I agree. It's just Rachel and Kurt alone. Three. What? It's definitely top three. Do oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rachel and Kurt. They're just alone in the choir room, right? Or are they doing it for people? They're, I think I think everyone else is watching. Yeah. People. They're in um, full shimmery costumes. So they're in 
they're matching like there's a so Barbara the Barbara Streisand Judy Garland yeah. it's a duet it's mashup a mashup of, of Get Happy and, and Happy Days yeah. yeah. which yeah. is a real performance right like I feel yeah, like I've seen they're wearing the exact outfit yeah, they're wearing yes, the exact outfit oh Rachel obviously Barbara yeah Kurt Judy It's a perfect, perfect. It's like, so even just away from Glee, this mashup is so weird. Yeah. And I love it. Right. It's like rhythmically weird. Each person is just singing one song, (laughs) but they fit. Yeah. It's just so good. And in the context of Glee, it is what these two characters have in common. Like yes. this, like this earnest theater kid thing, and this uh, this like yes. identification with artists outside themselves, yep. and it's really nice. I also feel like these two characters. Um, this is uh, Barbara Streisand has said like some really lovely things about the taping of this actual duet with Judy Garland about like they held hands while they did it at certain points, and how like it really meant a lot to her, and she was about to do Funny Girl, and she like didn't understand at the time why Judy Garland was so nervous, and then she like as she got older, she was like, oh, it's so stressful being the older person, like whatever, whatever, and like having this attention on you. Um, and I think it was probably cool for in the world of this show, Rachel and Kurt to be like, we could have that kind of relationship where we like yeah. both just understand each other. Yeah, it's really nice. Not- they actually will, will do this multiple times throughout the show occasionally. Where really what again brings these two together over and over again is their earnestness and yeah. their loneliness and their love of weird old shows. Yes, yeah. and it's really too intense and too yeah. something. Yeah. Sets it up as believable for when they're eventually roommates in New York. Oh, that's right. Totally. Yeah. Um, like, of course they went to go like, Crack there. Yeah, exactly. Probably together. Um, okay, that's the end of the episode. So, three words or less. Was Glee good this week? Unequivocally. Um, Unequivocally? Once again, yes. Yeah, yes. I was trying to find a way to say, like, platonically perfect Glee <laughs> episode, right? Like, what I want every episode of Glee to be. Platonic ideal of Glee. Of Glee. <laughs> Platonically ideal Glee. There you go. Um, great. Cool. Okay, so um, obviously this was a platonically ideal episode of Glee, but if you could add a duet to this episode, not subtract any, <laughs> what would you add and who would perform it? Sure. I've got a very dumb answer Please. that is incredibly complicated and niche. So there was one episode of the Share Show, Variety <laughs> Show, in which... <laughs> <laughs> Fine, go in ahead. Dolly say Parton it. comes on. <gasps> And they do a Heaven and Hell medley. Oh, my God. Oh, I have seen this. Yes, you have. It's like a nine-minute video. Uh-huh. Uh, Cher is, like, the devil, and Dolly Parton's the angel, and it's she, like, got, comes out the in a spaceship anymore. and a giant white thing. <laughs> it's, I don't really don't even remember what songs they sing in it, uh, but it's perfect. I don't know who would do it. <laughs> Kurt would be Cher. Kurt would be Cher, I guess. And like There's some Sam, point you could do... If Kurt and Sam had done that duet... 
If Sam had been gay. Yeah. If Sam had been gay and Kurt made him do that, do what? Sorry. That's okay. okay. We're good. This episode's fine. We're fine. <laughs> Okay. okay, what's your answer? Okay, well, my opposite, my answer is I got you, babe, oh, obviously, okay. <laughs> by Sonny and Cher, which, like, fuck off. Yeah. Um, and it would be Puck and Rachel, who I just enjoy hearing perform together. That's fair. Fair. Two um, nice Jewish voices. <laughs> mine is also for Kurt and Sam, and it's sort of, like, almost at the end of The Music Man, they do a reprise of Goodnight My Someone and 76 Trombones, where they intersperse. Interesting. So Kurt, Kurt would do Goodnight My Someone, and Sam would do 76 Trombones. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> All of our answers were insane, except for Liz's, which is very obvious. No, I feel like I wish I had a better answer. No, your answer was Christ. the best. No, yours was the answer. Stevie Nicks and Harry Styles doing landslide together. <laughs> Oh. Not a duet, just two people who did Lamb's Life together. On our last episode about God songs, I wanted someone to cover Sign of the Times, and I wanted it to be Finn Hudson, and I know the show is over, and that song was an out, Ben and Cory Monteith is dead, but I wanted it anyways. <laughs> Rest in peace, Cory Monteith. made a great Harry Styles. All right, so I have a quick duet-related quiz for you. Perfect. So um, I googled famous duets, and <laughs> the first article that came up was Billboard's 40 Famous Duets. Wow. So I'm going to tell you the two people who sang it, and you tell me what the song is. Oh, I have a real answer if they can't do the full nine-minute... Sharon Dolly Parton medley, which is someone should just done Islands in the Stream. The, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be on this quiz. Didn't maybe. they do that song on the show already? They I might have. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, they might. I think didn't adults like, might didn't have. Didn't like Kristen <gasps> no. Chenoweth do Kristen it? Kristen Chenoweth I definitely ignored that then because I don't want to watch the adults perform. Um, right. Okay. Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer. What? Oh my god, what? I know. I have no idea. Yeah, Can you, uh, is there like a category here? It's a song called No More Tears, parentheses, Enough is Enough. Oh, I've definitely heard this. <laughs> You're not. Um, Nancy Sinatra and Frank Sinatra. Oh, also no idea. Something Stupid? Mm-hmm. Also covered on Glee later. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Oh, they do this. They do? do they? What is it? There are two answers I will accept, actually. Um, I'm useless here. I don't know. The Girl is Mine or Say, Say, Say. Say to say is a very weird music video if you're interested. Um, Timbaland and Carrie Hilson. The way I am. The way I are. are. Yes. Sorry, it's been a long time. I actually wouldn't watch that. Oh, or my boo. Mm, That would have been good. Um, Nelly Furtado in Timbaland. Oh. Promiscuous Promiscuous girl. Yes. Promiscuous, it's called. Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) What did you say, Paul? Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. Oh, I don't know. Ebony and Ivory. Oh, that's obvious. <laughs> Definitely they do Ebony and Ivory at some point, right? I think Glee literally I Googled and they didn't. I, I thought they that. must have. <laughs> um, it was this, too obvious, I guess. <laughs> Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Nope. Glee does do this one. They have already done it as we've done this podcast. Oh. Hello. It's Endless Love. Endless Love. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one is a gimme. Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. Mm-hmm. I've had the time of my life. Parentheses uh, I've had. Sorry. <laughs> parentheses I've yes. had the time of my life. You don't put the... I hate the parentheses. They shouldn't be in it all. Call Just the song what you want to call it. Call the song, it. it's fine. Um, God bless. And that's my quiz. All right. Good that was duets. A great episode of Glee. Yeah, a great episode of Glee. Frankly, watch this whole episode. Watch this whole episode. Um, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, which, you know, we're trying to get on more lists. Yeah. So, it's important to us. <laughs> 
know any vulture reporters? Um, give us a call. Tweet at them endlessly. Give us a call at 330-366-6130 and let us know what duet you would like to do. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at what's we good. Send us the email at what's we good at gmail.com. And watch this episode of Glee. Watch this watch episode of Glee. Do yourself a favor. It. Bye. Bye. Get ready for me, love, because I'm